Crom. Mortals, you are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys answer. catch that Strahd has an enormous appetite? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was good. That was about blood and sex. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's gonna. I got it. He's gonna bang us before he kills it. It. It would. Uh, if you texted that, it would have a bunch of like the red blood drops emojis mm-hmm. and a bunch of the uh, eggplant emojis. You love the eggplants. It is my favorite. <laughs> I only like send it to you guys. Like egg, like eggplant and blood drop emojis. Like that, that could also be construed as like maybe you should go see a urologist. It's true, but not if you're strawed. Well, a bunch of little bats too. Little yeah, little some bats. bats. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All of them. All Maybe bats. I'm going to use that whenever There's I like three bats. Yeah, like three bats and then the blood drops and, and, and eggplant and a, a couple note. more bats. I'm going to make a note for that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fight some vampires, bros. <laughs> 121. All right. Okay, so you guys are walking up towards the staircase that's going to descend down another full flight. Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and the marching order is Grodo and Brondo on the front end? Yep. Yep. Sounds good to me. So let me turn to old K87 and see what's there. For those of you playing along at home. Mm. Insert the little bring. Wide steps descend to a landing flanked by two alcoves. Within each alcove, standing the full 30-foot height to the ceiling. Because remember, I said the main thoroughfare was high. So basically, this stairwell going down remains high. Uh, you see, basically, as you as you approach the stairwell, and I didn't I didn't say this before, but it's been it's been dark, right? Mm-hmm. But once you get to that point of the staircase, it's steep enough that you can see that like the stairwell goes down two full flights and there is vibrant red white light that you can see at the foot of the stairs. Oh. There's light down below. So you've descended a, a full <clears throat> flight and on either side at this alcove, kind of this landing between the two flights of stairs, you have a bronze statue on either side that's holding a spear. And uh Again, down below, lights. I'm going to look at one of the statues. I'm going to, like, admire it. Okay. It is uh, much, like, it it looks like an infantryman or a spearman of the keep. So it's it's our people. Yes. It is a guardian and it is a, a, a man. Is it taller than me? Yes. Okay. It is a, it is a tall, like... Nine foot tall dude holding a big spear, so it is like much larger, but the ceiling's 30 foot high, so it's kind of still proportionate, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I want to look at Ulig and say, It's tall, tall statue, very tall statue. Mm-hmm. And they're identical, yes, they are. Okay, that's the extent of Groda's art critique abilities. It's tall, tall, it's big. I mean, Hank's gonna. This seems like the gargoyles, uh, given what happened with them. So he's gonna run his fingers over it and be like, mm, "I'm a little suspicious. Is this gonna come to life and attack?" Nope, us? they are. They are solid stone uh, uh, pedestals upon which the bronze, like I say, bronze, like they're this 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 goldish brownish metal, and it catches the light. Like the, it's almost as if there's a forge. Or a great fire that's sending up the occasional flash of of light that's sort of like on their shins and on their thighs. Like you get the, the mm. this little bit of color. Uh, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it, it makes sense if it was if it was not any other color but like bronze or gold, it would be clashing with like the warm sort of earthy fire yeah. that would be coming up out of there. But different highlights are being illuminated with the flare ups, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Anything we recognize? Do we do we recognize these nope. people? No, these, I mean, these just look like uh, <clears throat> the soldiers of the keep. And you guys are all, if you have any memory of your true childhood, which you do, because, I mean, we, we played through, like, when you were, like, 17, 16, mm-hmm. or 18, that kind of thing. Uh, and you had memories that dated back to being orphans and whatnot. So you, you remember being in Coldfield. The spearmen that are shown here look very much like the spearmen that were, you know, that you might would happen to see coming through Coldfield, like leading a, a cart through town or something like that. Reminds me of better times. Right. It does. Yeah, yeah. It seems it seems a bit comforting, which is kind of weird given the the, the, the shenanigans, <laughs> the shit that you've seen. Like, over so these the are session. old. Yeah, these are old. True that. Yeah. Okay. Must be. Uh, Should we keep going, Uleg? I, I think so. What do you guys think? We've sure. come this far, and we've made this much noise and disturbance. <laughs> so this is true. Yeah, I'll go first. And obviously, the dude. I mean. The piano player knows we're still here, I would assume. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and, well, it knows we were here. Was there a piano player, though? Well, the organ player. But what if that was all an illusion? We found the mannequin. Yeah, but he didn't have, he wasn't wearing this. What if there is? Yeah. No? What like, if there it? were strings and stuff. Presumably somebody was pulling the strings. But what right? if? We what are if, not, obviously, we are not alone here. That's true. But what if Strahd isn't a vampire? Mm. <clears throat> I continue. I follow Groda as he as he begins to move down the hallway. Okay, right. so so Groda is is taking steps down the down the. Yes. Okay. So, just real quick, just so I can play this. So over your life, uh, how am I gonna? I want, to, I want to come up with like a question to ask you guys that will kind of inform this decision. Uh, so, Groda, let's think back. Like as you're as you're standing here at the the alcove, you know, with these with these two soldiers, uh, you're you're thinking back strangely to this moment in time when you were at the uh, at the Burgermaster's house and. It was actually just last year, so times were getting tight, right? And you were you were tidying up around the inside of the house, and on one of the chests of drawers that were in the the main living space, the the burgomaster's like purse of coinage was not just on the on the top of the the chest, but it was open, and it there was a variety of coins that had actually spilled out. It was quite clear you could have just quickly swiped a handful of those coins uh and maybe you did my question to you is in that situation what did you do at that moment in time did you take some of the burger master's money for your own were you thinking about uh taking it because you were hungry or did you did you sort of let that pass you by grota let it pass him by he just tidied up and put it away okay he kind of figured he'd get caught okay yeah gotcha it's a very it's very uh Lawful decision on your part. Thanks. Uh, I think. <laughs> okay. I'm a simple. Yeah. So, uh, knowing knowing that that informs things here. So, so Brondo, in your situation, yes. you you've you've grown up in uh, in and amongst the Kalish folk, right? Right. Uh, and. Standing here on this alcove, you you think back, you know, within the Kalish world, it's it's a larger community, right? It's it's everybody's family, and there's almost this sort of like common bond that unites everybody. So you think back, and and this one night, you guys were all sitting around the campfire, and in your in your cups because you had some of your potato wine that you were sharing around, Certainly. right? And so at one point, you lean back from the fire, and you got the jug like tilted way back, and you look over your shoulder. Just sort of out of out of happenstance, and one of the Kalish uh, buddies that that you know was smooching on another Kalish buddy's girlfriend 
that you also knew. So basically two bros. You, basically, you could tell there was a little bit of shenanigans going on here. Basically, there's a little bit of cheating going on. You know yes. what I'm saying? Uh, that night, uh, there was going to be some infidelities. What did you do the next, like the, the the next moment? Like, what? How did you reconcile that in your? It's head? none of my business. It's none of your business. You just let none it go. Of, it's none of my business. Okay. I don't know anything about those people. I understand that we are a very close knit community. I understand that uh, passions can run high. Um, but I also understand that I'm you're not supposed to mess with other people's business. Gotcha. And I w- I would rather you know I would I would also. Hope that people would extend the same to me. Like, mind your own, unless someone's about to get real, real dead. Fair enough. Hey, no judgments here. This is this is just I'm yeah. just I'm just presenting a couple questions. I didn't have that total read on your. I just let it be your your, your situation. It's not my business. Your sitch, and I needed to get, my, a, get a read here. Not my biz. Okay. So so knowing that. We've already established that uh, Uleg and Groda, right? We're going to take steps down down the steps, right? Okay. So, uh, Uleg, you lead the way, and you're basically passing into a very open crypt, as it were. Only this crypt is not dark and cold. This crypt is vibrant and alive and dancing with light and flames and it's warm it's a hearth and home it's very much uh, a religious place Hmm. for you and you pass by freely and enter into this crypt Uh, Brando you are taking steps behind Uleg and as soon as you pass beyond the threshold of where the two guardians lie you suddenly find yourself back at the top of the stairs. And you, you've never teleported before. It's a weird Hang feeling. On. Like, for a split second, you were in one place, and then you were in another place. So that's where oh. you're at. Okay. Uh, Groda, you take steps down the alcove alongside Uleg, and you end up right at the foot of the stairs next to Uleg, and it's bright light and, and warmth. Hank, you try to do the same thing that... Uh, Brondo did, and the same instant happens to you. You know, you know, uh, magically within your arcane blood that you were just like magically teleported up to the top of the stairs, and uh, both uh, you and Brondo are there in the darkness. Yo, what just happened? We teleported. That was. Is weird. that what that was? Yeah, yeah. That like tingly feeling, like you were just dematerialized and rematerialized quickly because i was uh, i was taking a step through the guards and then i was here hmm the other two aren't do you where where are they does hank not have his light stick anymore he does okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay can we see from where we're at the top of the steps, like their light source down way at the no, bottom? No, you can just it, it's such that like the incline is that you can just see the the landing between the first and the second flights of stairs, and that is illuminated with the the flashing sort of like brilliance of the whatever the fire is that's down there. Do we notice that they're gone? You do, yeah. Like a, as we're talking through this, you realize that the, there's two of you, and there were four. Like, where are your bros? Hank, we got to go back down the steps. All right, let's 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 double time it down there. We'll right. we'll start taking steps like two at a time. Let's go. Okay, you do it, and let's you're you're the, you're at do a we dash. Hear them coming down. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys can actually hear them because I mean it's not that far of a yeah. distance. It's like a full like two flights of stairs. But yeah. if you're coming down a stairwell, it's going to be a little bit loud, especially he's we got clanking. two ton yeah, yeah, man yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so clank clank clank. You can clearly hear it, and it's weird because you can hear clank 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 getting louder, and then all of a sudden like it's back away. So there's this <laughs> weird sort of like. It's close, close. It's getting closer, and then it's like it stops, and it's immediately like further away. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little bit weird. So we teleport back to the top again. Yep, you did, Hank. What the shit? <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go. Let's go slower this time. All right. Could, do, do, do you need? Do to we do have do an like, idea can... of like where it happened since we did it twice now? Like, can I stop and like 
investigate that area. Like maybe there's some runes or right. you know you got some magic knowledge. What's happening yeah, like, here? Let's sure. figure out so we can get past this obstacle. Yep. Like there's got to be something to shut it down and get around it. So so you. Uh, this is the second time around. You go back down the steps, and you walk along. Basically, again, there's the landing, and on either side, there's two alcoves that have these giant brawn, like, sentinel statues. The second that you take a step off of that landing onto the second flight, that's when it happens. So you get teleported back. So you do it a third time. And okay. then a fourth time. So you've done it, like, four times. Like So a, a matter of time is passing here for... Uh, Uleg and Groda, who are at the base of the stairs. Like, if you All guys right, are well, coming gonna, back up, I'm gonna call out <clears throat> Groda, Uleg. Can you guys hear us? Yeah, you guys uh-huh. can. You, you walk up. The, are you guys walking back up the stairs to him? We'll walk back up. Yeah, you can see him. Like, they're right there. Yeah. And it's the weirdest thing. Like, they're coming down the steps and then they take that step off of the landing and poof, they're gone. Right. So we can't get to you. What if we hold their hands? I was gonna pick Hank up and carry him down. Okay, so are that. we holding hands or are we picking Hank up? Which one first? I'll pick Hank up. Okay, all right, and then and then uh, uh, what? Uleg and we're gonna lock Rondo arms. Are, yeah, we're gonna yeah. lock arms and like be swing. So you yeah. do Wizard that. of Oz it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So in the instance of uh, Brondo and Uleg doing that, basically the only sensation that you feel Uleg is like a sudden release of the pressure of like. Uh, uh, Brondo's like arm crook in your arm crook, so that that happens. It's just gone. Uh, yeah, in the case of Groda and Hank, Groda is holding <laughs> Hank like up over his shoulder, yeah, sacketator style. And then, so of course, Hank, you get the the unhappy expectation of falling from about six feet, like <laughs> like, <laughs> so like Hank right. just lands at my yes. face, like next <laughs> plop, and so and that hurt. Like you 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 fell like straight, like oh yes. shit, are you okay? Titan's <laughs> gonna like roll onto his back, gasping for breath, like yeah. oh that sucks. How's that dope Fez? Where is my Fez? <laughs> fez rolls off to the side. It's probably the Fez, Hank. Take the Fez off. <laughs> No, it's happened. It, it's not. Ooh, ooh. Can I take my armor off? You can, yeah, yeah. You want to take it off? I'm going to take it off and try to see if I can get through the steps. Okay, okay. So you're taking your armor off. Yeah. And in the in the background, you can hear Michelle Pfeiffer say, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> She's just watching the camp. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I'm so I, I can hear it, but I, I got to stay focused. <laughs> Hank, help me get out of this thing. Leave me alone, uh, sexy vampire. <laughs> I'm not listening. I'm going to choose to ignore you, sexy vampire. All right, I'm going to help Rondo get undressed. All right. Yeah. I already this made is, it weird. I guess we'll make it weirder. Everything that our wives like, just like laugh and yes. cackle and like shake their heads about that. <laughs> This is where it goes. You're playing D and D. Seems logical to me. Don't, don't put that bad juju on me. <laughs> All right. So you Six get out of one. your you get out of your full plate, and you're in your common clothes. Yeah. I eat your undies, and you're walking down the steps. And going down again. the steps. Yeah. Same thing. Trying again. You you warp right back up. All to right, like Where your Let's, full plate is. All right. So I'll put it back on then. <laughs> yep. So it's not that. Yep. Guys, so, we're stuck. What if uh What if it's the statues? Yeah, Hank Hank's gonna like look at the top of the landing and like the area around the the entrance to the steps. Are there any kind of runes or like indications that there's some kind of magical Nope, it's just it's just two bronze soldier statues with spears. Ooh, like, can can Uleg toss me his um, cross hammer relic? Can I can't. You, that's no. Can you, uh, I can't. You can't give it to me. I can't. No. <laughs> it's, Come on. You, no, me. I can't. Give you me. have to. Okay. It's I, not something that, that can be given. It has to be earned. I, I understand. I respect it's, it. I respect it's, it. It's heavy because it's full of mercy. I, I'm sorry. I, I just understand. Can't. I get it. I get it. I get it. I mean, it's I'm. Full of uh, it's not for me, but I understand. That's uh, I was trying to get past I just, this. If, it's okay. If I do, it's, I might lose all my magic powers. That's and I want you to keep them. Me too. So let's. All right, we'll figure this out. Okay. 
So I, yeah, me and Hank are just at the top of the steps, like mm-hmm. twiddling right. our thumbs, well, listening what to if some we walk sexy down the- Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> You'll never get down those stairs. <laughs> Why don't you come get down with me? <laughs> Good night. Uh, uh, nice Good night, everybody. Uh, nice trainers. Why don't you and I, Grota, figure out what's down here and see if it's worth all this effort? <clears throat> okay. All right. So we'll continue walking down the hallway. Okay. So you walk down the stairs. Again, it opens up. It's light. And we didn't get a chance to really say much other than uh, – so the way that this room is oriented is the stairwell drops into this low point within the castle. And I say low point within the castle because you can see there's no other uh, – Outlets. There's no other points of egress. Mm-hmm. And what you have on either side are uh, foundries or forges, just basic, big, open ovens that are just like spurting fire out on either side. So the flames are licking out like four or five feet on either side. It's mm. it's big flames. It's big flame energy coming out of this <laughs> of this crypt. And Do on the far style, right. <laughs> On the the far side of this crypt, there is uh, a coffin that is fully made out of bronze, and it's standing up, and, uh, like, central within the coffin, like, on the coffin, is a giant bronze or gold circle that's just, like, sort of, like, central, like... Let me draw it out real quick. Hank, let's just let's just hang out here, okay? There's no need to go back to the crypts for anything. Let's not do that. But the sexy lady said, "I know, I know." And that the dead dude still has some dope boots, but <laughs> uh, okay. So, I so crack leather, bronze I'm not, on bronze. I'm not that. I yeah. don't, don't want to. <laughs> it's the plate. What plate? Brondo is supposed to find a plate by a fire. The card lady told us. The card lady. The card lady told us Brondo finds a plate by the fire. And you did. I'm not Brondo. Oh, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I got the five of cups. Yeah. What was your, what was <clears throat> what was read to you? Um, that I have protection from fire, and then I would I would discover a plate beside the blazing fire. And I would be fortunate. Mm. But he's fortunate, sir. Yeah. What if I give him the plate? What if you do? Then he can get here Mm -hmm. and find the plate? Yes. But the plate's already found. But not by him. Explain temporal mechanics to me. (laughs) (laughs) Does Grota got the five of swords? I don't think I should touch the plate without Brondo. So we have to get Brondo down here? Brondo must find the plate. Hmm. We could carry the coffin to him. <laughs> and, and keep our eyes closed <laughs> so we didn't find it. Listen, I'm you know, you're the smart one in this situation. You're lucky I remembered the plate thing. You are <laughs> I am lucky, you're right. Um hmm. I wonder if we need to go turn the statues or something. Let's think about what all of us got told. Okay. And maybe that'll help. Maybe that'll give us a clue. What did you get told? I got the five of swords. And it says, blinding brilliance in the face of darkness, I will fight under the might of light. There's a lot of light here. Maybe I should fight something. <laughs> roll uh, roll 3d6. Oh, boy. Eleven, twelve. Oh, is that that's like over your intelligence? Oh yeah, way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you. I'm just standing there like. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> Think. <laughs> Ooh, like yours, if I remember correctly, it was the Queen of Cups. Queen of Cups. It says the darkness loves a light. Mm-hmm. The plans of the dead need the light of the living. Desires it, the dead may find it. The goals of your nemesis. 
What about Hankosaurus? Oh, I was the wild card. The fate of the party rests with Hank. Oh, great. That's right. There was something about a wagon, too, I thought. No, he didn't He didn't get a uh, a fortune. Oh. There were three fortunes, and she uh, she could not find one for Hank. No, nothing for Hank. Maybe Hank is the one that has to get down here. And that he breaks can't. the spell for... Problem. He can't. Uh, I'm going to go investigate the coffin. Okay. So you walk up. This is a, a fairly large coffin for what you would presume to be a, a fairly large human inside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is sealed. You can't necessarily see any way to like crack it open. Like it's 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 almost like a, a solid metal container. Anything written on it? There is. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh uh let me let me make sure. Let me write this out real quick. Give me a okay. <laughs> Brondo was supposed to find this. <laughs> <laughs> Your memory's getting better, Crota. <laughs> I should have just shouted, plate! Plate! <laughs> plate! Crota, see plate. <laughs> plate. Crota, take plate. Crota is plate hound. <laughs> Grota's that's, it, that's his thing. He collects, like, Limited edition porcelain <laughs> right. plates. Yeah. This is a Hercules plate from the 1998 film from McDonald's. <laughs> this is a limited edition. On it. You can get $20 for this on eBay. <laughs> Why am I Korg? <laughs> I don't know. Because you're made of rocks. <laughs> oh, cool. This is Mink. Nice for hands. He's got nice hands. He's an insect. <laughs> So that's what it says. So that's okay. what it says. Okay. So it's, what is it, Svetlina? It says, the reclaimer, Svetlina, the first Castellan. Of the keep. Yeah. Of the keep. It says that below, too. It does. Oh. It <laughs> Guys, does. are you okay? <laughs> We're, uh... keep Hank from making out with Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> so... Let's jog so, back up and tell them. So that's that's... That's what's like etched into the top of the coffin, mm-hmm. and it is clear this central bronze plate is not a plate. It's actually a very large metal shield mm-hmm. mounted into the the the, the coffin, or or at least does it there. does it look apparent? Like is it fixed or or attached? Uh, you would have to sort of walk around the side. Are okay. you gonna do that? I'll do that. Okay, yeah. Uh, it is basically like it's not embedded it's something that could be pulled off like it, there are recesses to hold it but it's basically recesses to sort of like you know for it to like slide in let's take this to Brondo okay I'm gonna do it I'm gonna pick the the, the shield up okay you've got the you've got this shield it is it is uh a heavy. I'm doing this one-handed. Piece. I've got torch, shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You put your, you slide your hands like within the, the the straps, and this thing is heavy, but yet there's a there's a feeling of like just solid protection. Like you've got this thing in front of you, and uh, you get this, uh, Grota. Like you get the sense, like as Brondo has the shield and the torch. Like the amount of illuminance that's sort of like coming off of this thing as he's holding the torch in front, it's very bright and it's Ooh, like a it shiny. Is, he is he is a a beacon in the night. It's looking good, bro. Thanks. <laughs> shiny. Should we take it to Brondo? Let's take it to Brondo. Okay. okay. So you go up the the second the the second like the lower flight of stairs up to the alcove, and I assume is that where where Brondo and where uh, Hank are hanging out. Yeah, I mean we sort of yeah in between <laughs> in between where the crypts yeah. are and where the statues are. You're, you're yeah. getting where you are, and you can watch like it's no. not like there's there's no barrier. You can watch these yeah, guys yeah. coming up, so you see uh, Uleg with this this large uh, bronze shield as he's coming up the steps. And like you totally see it, and, and Groda's just like, look, look at Ula Groda. What is that? what is it's a plate? Yeah, it's your plate. <laughs> Wait, that's a shield. That's not a plate. It's, it's a shield. A, it's the size of my plates. 
<laughs> I think you have to use your imagination, Brondo. Okay. Here, take Wait. this. You were supposed to find it. Wait, what? Hang yeah. on. Here you go. It's yours. Oh, thanks, Uleg. Awesome. Uh, so I guess I have a shield now. I take the shield from Uleg. Okay, you can take it. Yeah. Mm. And how's, uh, that, how's that feel? So, uh, so with this, so so say again what you said, Groda. Like what what were you saying to Brondo? It's your shield. It's your plate. It's what the card lady told us. For you, him, you said for him to take it, right? To find a plate by a fire. Yep. But you found the plate, and so go, you took the plate. Go ahead and roll uh, 2d6. This is going to be super easy, given like what you know. Nine. Okay, is that is that under your intelligence? For sure, yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. so, uh, Madam, what was the Madam's name? Eva. Eva. Madam Eva. She's Kalish, right? Yes. You grew up within the Kalish camp. Yes. So I'm not, uh, I'm not, it's not foreign... To have mystical things. Right. So, we're going to get a little bit... Uh, Meta- the, metaphysical? Like, not metaphysical, like uh, like linguistic here. Mm. So, the Kalish words for find and take are essentially the same. Okay. Uh, so, 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 with what, with what she was, with what she was saying, though, uh, like, it, you, you recall, like, what she said in that moment was was not that fine take word like that that uh that Groda is saying, but actually the word that she used because she was kind of like making a couple of statements. She actually mm. used the word earned. So oh. her, like that like in this moment she was saying to to you with your uh with your fortune that it would be the plate that you would be earned. Okay. So it's, it's one of those fine, like distinctions between like, uh, finding versus earning versus taking. Like they're all words that are kind of closely, closely related here, but that might be the source of this, this confusion. Okay. I'm I'm holding this thing out. My arm is starting to give way because it's heavy. Okay. And I, and I, and I, and I say, Brondo, I am the fire. I'm the fire of the forge. You found it next to the fire. Then I'll take it from the fire. And give it to him. Okay. Feels you're good. able to take it. It's it's big. Yeah. It's it's, it's big uh on your arm. You're you're covered in like full on plate. Yeah, You've yeah. You got this monster like like uh bronze shield and you're wielding your 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 hammer. Yeah. Like at least when it's around, right? Like yeah. you are like uh oh who like what's Thor whenever he's like like machine like monster Thor like <laughs> Mechathor? Is it is there is there like a, a Does he wear the the is it the Oh the destroyer armor? Yeah, destroyer armor. It's that like an outage. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Alright, well I'm gonna try to walk past these statues now. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so you try to take the steps, the same thing, you just get teleported back up. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you'll you gotta, never you see what's down You gotta there. earn that shield, bro. Okay. Okay. Um, Turtle Brondo went bye-bye. What, uh... Am I gonna have to kill Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> <laughs> to earn my way through these statues? Ooh, like, do you know anything about these the, well a the shield um that uh, i that is, i is gladly anything, from you is it plain is it decorated is there anything is, that i might it recognize it is not ornate uh it is hammered bronze and as you like if you guys are all looking at it you're sort of like putting your torch over it mm-hmm. you can see it's not without imperfections it's just like the hammered nature of the shield mm-hmm. it reflects textured light. it's textured yeah 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 it, it the, has dents and dings all across it but it kind of just like is part of the what's the what's the word uh the patina, the patina <laughs> of the shield yes good you took the words right out of my mouth. the patina of the shield is such that that's that's like part of it Okay. It's the perfect in- imperfections. All right. Uleg Hank are like, can you guys think of any reason why we can't get past these statues? I appreciate the shield. It's, I, I and I get it. And, and I, and I take it with 
honor and respect. But how do I help? How do I get past? How do we get past these these two statue dudes? Um, well, there was nothing else down there. But I would say that, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I'm very good. Okay. And, and so is Groda. Okay. So you're, you're saying you're pure of heart, perhaps? Perhaps. All right. All right. Mm, yeah. Hank's going to be like, that's not, that's not me. <laughs> okay. All right. So there's, there's, there's nothing more to, to glean from, from past there. Right. There's nothing you guys saw at the extent Unless of Unless we want to open the, try to open the box down there, the casket. Uh, we stole this from a casket for you. Yeah, we stole oh, it. Sweet, from, that's, we a, totally that's a tomb rob. Yeah, okay. which I'm not right. sure if I'm good anymore now. <laughs> did you Did you tell him who the tomb was, though? Yeah, uh, who's who's the tomb? Who, whose shield am I wielding? You're wielding Svetlana. the shield of the Reclaimer, Zvetlina, the first Castellan of the Keep. The first Castellan of the Keep. Do I recognize that name? So you guys know the Castellan is like the the overlord. Or the overseer, or like the high man, the executive of, manager. Yes, he. Well, the general of, <laughs> uh, of yeah. the keep, right? And so that's a long and storied position. Like you, you guys don't know the long and storied history of the keep, but that that keep is the shining like light upon the hill. Like you guys are in the borderlands. This is the the northernmost reaches of civilization, and beyond this point, it's just the the wildness. Right, so so a strong a strong person of of great fortitude has always been required to hold the keep. This is the first one. He's the reclaimer. Guys, I can't I don't know if I need if I should have this. I can't get past these statues. You guys can. You brought me the shield. I don't think I deserve it. I don't care. I don't care what Madam Eva says. But does saying and feeling that make you worthy of it? Oh shit! <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's too heavy for me. Groda, do you want me to wield it? You wield it. You bash things with it until uh, I give it to you, Groda. It's heavy until Brondo feels worthy. Okay, I can wield it. I'll hold it for you. Thank you. Now you're Captain America. You're the you're the steward of the shield. Yeah, I'll hold it for you. I'll be the steward. All right. I've got this full armor on. You you need to have something else. Gonna eat taters off it. Because <laughs> right. it's a plate, right? It's a big plate. It's right. my size. Of plate. Just hold the torch underneath it and cook a steak oh. like, a, uh-huh. like a flashlight. Oh no, you are smart. <laughs> Hot potatoes better than cold potatoes. (laughs) What if this will allow us to get past the gargoyles? You want to leave? What else can we do? Hang out with Michelle Pfeiffer for all of eternity? Uh, Do we go back to Arena's room? Oh, man. Do we try to take her with us and bust out of here? Well, if there's, if there's, it's probably, go ahead, it's probably Hank. Probably way to bring Strahd down upon us if we want to <laughs> deal with him. <laughs> if fast forward to the final boss. So if there was nothing else down there where you found the shield, I guess do we backtrack? Do you want to backtrack? I mean, that's is that the only option that we have? We could try going back down there again and just looking around one more time since we're here. But what do you think? Let's go take a look. And then we can backtrack. Okay. Go back down there. So you're going back down to the Reclaimer's Crypt. Is that yes. right? Okay. So same Groda thing has before. the shield. Uh, so Groda and Uleg are able to pass. Brondo and Hank teleport back up to the top. You guys walk in. This is... Uh, the room itself is... 10 paces wide. So 30 or 40 feet across. Uh, similar length deep. It's fairly squarish. On either side, there are large, open uh, fire pits slash forge slash uh, ovens that are spouting flames 
four or five feet out. So there's basically about a ten foot swath with flames on either side that are quite warm as you come in. And then sort of central is the crypt, or the, the, the coffin, rather. And on either side, it's just naked. So what you've, what you've seen before is what's in here. Um, I want to look closely at the wall in the, mm-hmm. on the back and just see if there's any kind of switch or knob. or. No, you run your hands over it. You're looking at it. You can't see any discernible like irregularities. It's large granite stones that are forming the walls all around here. And they're all very regular. So if, if you were to actually sort of start like paying attention, it's square. Like, the way this room is set up, it's, like, four large stones wide by four large stones deep, with the two central stones on either side being, like, where the ovens are, like, housed. I have a question for you, Uleg. Sure. Do you remember the axe that I found? Yes. A long time ago? Yes. I have it with me. It's got fire stuff that comes out of it. There's a lot of fire here. Okay. Do you think it belongs here? I think it belongs with you. Oh. Okay. Until we rid the world of, of Strahd and his evil. Should I take it out here in this room? See what happens. Okay, I'll unstrap it from my back. You pull it out, and you've got the thing in your, your hand. I want to hold it and the shield up. Yeah. I Do mean, they match? Uh, They're over type. I mean, so the the... Let's let's talk about this. The the axe and the hammer are clearly sister weapons. Their design is very much the same. Their dimensions are very much the same. It's just that one has a ruby stone inset within the head, and that's the axe, right? Mm-hmm. So it has the fire stone inset. And then the hammer head has the lightning stone, the very cold, icy, electric blue stone that's set there. Uh, again... They're made from the same material. They are clearly sister weapons to one another. That's how you guys found them. They were sort of like crossed, sort of side by side. Uh, And they match the overall sort of aesthetic of like the shield that you have here, but they're not of the same material. They're they're different. Like there's nothing bronze about your your axe. I don't feel anything. I guess we should go. There's no seam at all on this coffin. Uh... You look and no, there's no, there's no discernible like way to crack it open. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go back up. Yep. And we're back up. Cool. So and you guys are back up to the main catacombs level. Yes. And when we come up the stairs, mm-hmm. I want to pay attention to the crypt on the left where that creepy vampire is, and I want to see what she does. The bride. Yeah, the bride. Okay, so uh, you guys are walking. So is marching order still Groda, Brondo, Hank, Uleg? Yes, sir. Yeah, because okay. we, me and Hank were waiting on them. <clears throat> so Groda is marching. Brondo has shield and light source. Is that right? Did you give me back the shield? Or wait, are you, you, you still I have, have the, the shield. shield? Yeah, Groda oh, has oh, the oh, shield. Yeah, sorry. So Groda, yeah, yeah. shield, Brondo, light. light. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. you guys are marching, and so Uleg, as you're wanting to watch this, you can you can easily sort of see it because you're at the back end. You're taking all this in. So you pass by. Uh, we'll call her. We'll call her the the eldest bride. Okay. The, the eldest. eldest bride's uh, crypt, and you hear a little bit of sss, like there's a little bit of hissing as the bright light of the shield passes by. Ooh, ooh, that's good to know. So, uh, Groda and Brondo, like, as you guys are about at that point passing through, uh, you notice that at, we're going to go ahead and call it Arena's tomb, there's a quick little bit of, like, red fabric that you see sort of, like, disappear within the door, almost as if a robe passes within Arena's, Arena's, uh, crypt, like, it's a split second before. Groda, did you see see that? That is. Hank is still behind us, right? Yes. Grota, did you see that? <laughs> I you did, stop, yeah. You stop and turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, I, you want to check that out? It's weird. Let's go see. I mean, that's Arena. We should check. Yes. I'll go towards that way. Okay. Shield okay. in front of me. So you walk up. Yep. 
so like all of us following. Yeah. yeah, and so your eyes are all following. And so 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 Grodo walks up and you're like the first person in the room, right? Yep. Okay. So so what you see in my mind's eye, and I'll turn it over to Josh here in just a second, uh, is basically probably a middle aged, like late thirties man wearing a deep maroon <clears throat> robe. He's balding at the top. He's wearing like some standard sort of uh, uh, like lashed up feet, like 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 shoe, shoes that would be, you know, the standard sort of thing that like a scholar would, would be wearing. Basically, scholar scholars robes and and feet, and he has like not just a set of goggles, but like uh, a set of glasses that are around his eyes, and one of them has like almost like a series of like concentric extra like lenses on it. So it's almost as if the dude's got like a microscope over one eye and you come in and that's what you see. Basically this, this bizarro, like there's a jeweler, egghead jeweler (laughs) leaning over arena. And he's got like one of her gums, like one of her lips pulled back and he's inspecting her gums and he looks over and he's got like his his jeweler's goggles like pulled up, and that's 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 what he's doing. So I would ask Josh. So what would Gregory like at this point in time look like beyond what I've described here? Um, Gregory would I think uh, look like a person who has not slept in a long time. Uh-huh. He would be. Uh, Somewhat emaciated, yep, uh, clammy, almost pale, and uh, a little bit twitchy, just mm-hmm. just a little bit. Uh, he looks like someone who has been long addicted to some exotic uh, powdered drug. Yeah. That that is uh, he's a quite illicit. No, he's not a meth head, but, but uh, he he's been on the Lotus for a while. Okay, yeah, uh, journeying beyond time and space, searching for answers that uh, uh, he knows, but he does not know the questions. Okay, frog liquor. Yeah, he likes frogs. <laughs> All right, that's a good place to stop. That's where we're stopping for tonight. Oh boy, it's ten o'clock. <laughs> Do you know who this is? Stopping boy. Nope. Oh, nice. Well, he's from the last campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that. That's the ending point. Okay. Awesome. That's it, guys. <laughs> that was fun. Throw down all your Mom.